It's another Micro Action Monday on Studio Class. Oh, Lord Divas, I am going to agree with you right now that negative feedback sucks. It is hard to hear that we did not meet expectations or that we fell short. And you know what? Our egos just don't like that. No matter how much work we do on it, how, how good we want to be about acceptance and things like that, negative feedback can be very challenging. So we're doing a micro action Monday about how to deal with negative feedback. And I want you to think about when you receive negative feedback, we're going to start with the first aspect of this, which is, should I take this in? Right? We don't always take in every, every piece of feedback, right? Sometimes we receive negative feedback and it doesn't really have to do with us or the situation. And so I'm not really talking about that in this episode so much, but I do want to mention that first, which is, should I, should I take this feedback in? Sometimes you say, you know, Elise Myers S, you say like, I do not receive that. <laughs> and you just kind of set it back there and you go like, I, I won't be taking, I won't be taking that into account because it's not coming from a reliable source, right? It's not coming from someone who has my best intentions at heart or uh, has, maybe has a deep experience in the field or experience in general in the field, right? So when you get negative feedback, you need to you need to interrogate the source of it and say, like, is this someone that I am willing to take feedback from? In a lot of cases, yes, right? This is a person that we're like, yeah, okay, I'm going to hear this. I am going to take this in. So what do we do then when we are getting negative feedback about our work, our performances, our, our you know, um, kind of what being in the space, whatever it is, like, or, you know, your collaborative relationships, whatever, your communication, whatever it is. And, and so when you decide that you are going to hear, you are going to take in this negative feedback, what do you do with that, right? First of all, I always recommend a forgiveness practice for yourself, for, you know, and sometimes if this, if you need to forgive this other person, that's great. You know, sometimes people deliver negative feedback in a way that is useful, but they do it in a way that's also very hurtful, right? And so you can forgive them for, for hurtful feedback, right? At the same time as it's still useful or actionable feedback, but also forgive yourself, right? Take a moment and say, I recognize that this feedback is valuable, even if it is negative or if it stings to hear this. I forgive myself for not living up to our shared expectations. And I'm going to make use of this feedback so that for future scenarios, future experiences, I can do better, right? I can be the person I want to be. And okay, so we're starting there, right? We forgave ourselves for not living up to our own standards, our own expectations. And then I want you to parse the feedback and you say, okay, what exactly are they talking about here? Because <laughs> do not get me wrong. The number of times, even just take this from like a competition or my students, when they used to go to like solo and ensemble and they get feedback and the, you know, even constructive criticism, they hear that and they go, oh no, I'm never going to be a musician the way I want to. And I'm like, no, 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 you already are. You already are a musician. You're already doing it. You are you are great. Part of what we do 
is take in feedback so that we can make more effective and powerful choices, right? This person is giving you some feedback, some constructive criticism to say, these are where your choices fell short of allowing me to just get swept away in what you're doing. Okay, cool. So that's where we're going to start parsing the information. What exactly is the feedback about? Is it about pitch, tone, timbre, phrasing, you know, quality, whatever? Ask yourself, is this, is this related to a technical demand that you are working on? So that you can also say, this is where I am in my journey right now. And I understand if this is not, if this is not fully mastered at this point in time, that's okay too, right? Then you say, wow, this constructive criticism is, is reaffirming that I'm on the path towards becoming more masterful at this particular technical demand. Okay, great. That's something to work with. That doesn't mean that you're never going to make it. That doesn't mean all sorts of terrible things. It just means that you're on your path. And this person is reaffirming that to you so that you have outside information that says, got to keep going. Okay, great. That tells me maybe I need some more, I need some more technical exercises to really focus on that section or focus on that part of my instrument or whatever it is that I'm doing. Okay, that tells me, that gives me actionable steps. That gives me a roadmap for what to do, right? So that's how we're starting to parse that information. What is this feedback actually about? And can I then tie that to an action item? Right? So we started with forgive ourselves, right? Forgive ourselves for, for not being perfect at every moment of every day. You know, that's super easy thing to do. <laughs> and so we started with that. And then we parsed the information so that we could get clearer, we could get clarity on what exactly needs our attention. This constructive criticism is coming from a place of, hey, here's the thing that I noticed. There are tools or there are resources to help you get better at achieving this intended outcome more fluently, more regularly or consistently, you know, with more ease, all of that kind of stuff. So they're just pointing out, hey, you might want to go to a trusted resource for more information about this. Okay, cool. I can do that right? Or might need to check in. I think some of this is challenging when you get information that the person giving the information seems to think that they know what it's related to, and that might not always be accurate. So you have to say, okay, well, the thing that they're talking about is intonation. Okay, they think that the intonation is because I can't hear it, but actually intonation is related to a technical issue that I'm experiencing. Got it you, that is where you need to talk to your trusted resources and say, okay, I'm getting this type of feedback regularly. What might be the many reasons that that's happening? Can I work on multiple routes, multiple processes to try and alleviate this situation or, or change what I'm experiencing? So like my, my intonation, my, my intonation example is this is one that I got a lot is that sometimes people would give students, you know, feedback. This is like, oh, you're, you're going flat in this section and you just need to open your mouth more. And that type of, of action step might not be the, might not be the thing that you actually need to do. And so 
it's important to not only parse the information, but then interrogate the information. Say, okay, this is what they're specifically referring to. This was the issue that they noticed. And now I, with the help of my, with the help of this person and the help of my trusted resources, go, is it actually related to the thing that they're saying or there might there be another issue? And then once I have interrogated this, then I can make that action, action plan. I can make that action step and say, <laughs> Hunter's coming into the studio. Can you hear him a little hop along right now? And you say, once, once I've figured out that there might be multiple ways to work on this topic or work on this area, then I can make an action plan for these are the strategies that I'm going to use to achieve a better outcome the next time, the next time I do this, right? Knock, knock, knock. Real quick, divas. I know you're here because you love the clarity that comes from my micro action episodes. Plus you get inspired and motivated hearing from working artists all across our field on how they made, maintain, and grow their careers. Now you can be a part of the fuel that makes it all happen. Give Studio Class a boost by heading over to patreon.com slash that's M-E-Z-Z-O-I-H-N-E-N, and join the Sybaritic Camerata. I also want to take a moment to shout out and thank Chris, James, Josh, Sarah, Elise, and Renee. Your support means the world to me. Thanks so much for helping me keep this podcast going. Now, let's get back to the show. So if you're getting information, if you're getting negative feedback, maybe the negative feedback is that uh, the negative feedback was about that your stage presence was lacking charisma, something like that. And you and you took that pretty hard because you said, wow, I really worked on that. And then you said, "Okay, well, the parsing is they're talking about stage presence and specifically something like charisma. Okay, I'm going to interrogate that. What do I think? might be leading itself to what makes charisma or what are some things that I'm doing that might be falling flat in the performance of them and can I work on facial expression body language right and intensity all of these different things what are the ways that I could work on those that's our this is our interrogating what might go into changing that situation and then the action step I'm going to practice doing different versions of body language with this piece, where I'm going to practice really engaging my face. And I'm going to practice this specifically by using a mirror or whatever it is, right? So that's my action plan step of this. And, and so when you're, when you're experiencing negative feedback, because we all do, it's literally part of the process all the time, there will be months and years where you will get this regularly, because I want you to take this in for a moment because if people didn't give you constructive criticism, they're writing you off, right? So if you're getting this, take this as the most like ridiculous reframing of this, which is people care enough to express to you that they want more out of what you're doing. And you're like, okay, that's rough to hear, but, but somewhere in there is the desire for you to be even more effective as a musician and a performer, okay? And you go, okay, I hear you. Thank you for this belief in my ability to get better at these things. <laughs> and, like, and then say, okay, I'm going to go through my process. 
of forgive myself for that, parse the situation, interrogate, and then make an action plan. That's it. Divas. Divas, I know that negative feedback can be really hard to take in. And so don't, don't think that it's one and done either. This process is very applicable to any time that voice might show back up, right? Sometimes we hear voices in our heads for much longer than they're actually relevant. You might still be holding on to the negative feedback from, oh, your first teacher or, you know, someone that you knew in college or that person that you worked with like 10 shows ago or whatever it is, you might still be hearing the words even when you have changed your behavior, when you've changed your, when you've changed your production, when this is no longer an issue for you. So after a while, just keep checking back in with this process and say, is this still relevant information to where I am right now? We're, gro- we're growing, we're changing all the time, we're, we're getting better at what we do, and I want you to take that for just a second and go like, maybe I don't need to hang on to this piece of negative feedback anymore. Maybe I have done the process and I can release this now and say, thank you, you know, takes time. That's our acceptance part, right? Is like years later when I go, wow, you know what? This piece of negative feedback has been haunting me for years because I, I assumed that it was still relevant. So I've been working on it forever, working on it, working on it. And then one day you realize, actually, I've, I've done a lot of meaningful work in this area and I've gotten better. My skills are better here. Thank you to that piece of negative feedback, but also I can release its power over what I'm doing now, right? I'm not going to get rid of those practice strategies or those skills. I'm going to keep incorporating those. That's the part that's the beneficial part. I got those because I had this negative experience and I brought more strategies into my life to achieve what I wanted to achieve. Great. But I don't have to keep beating myself up with something that some random person said like 10 years ago, whatever it is. And I want you to be able to give yourself that gift too, which is be ready to put closure on negative feedback from the past that's no longer relevant because you actually took action. You took action on the thing, right? And say, okay, thank you. Bless it and release it and go about your lovely life. (laughs) All right. Divas, as always, stay sparkly inside and out. Thanks for joining me for Microaction Monday. Again, I'm Megan Enan, and you can find me on all the socials at Mezzo Enan. That's I-H-N-E-N. Did you know that Studio Class is part of the Sybaritic Singer? It is. And if you liked this episode, you're going to love my 29 Days to Diva series. That's on SybariticSinger.com. And if you liked this episode, will you please consider leaving us a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcast? Thanks. It means a lot to me.